Hello, hello, Podwalkers, and welcome to another episode of the Goblin Lore Podcast. Uh, today, we are here to talk to you about color and food and the color pie. And we decided, uh, after spending a lot of time looking at the list, because we've done a number of these topics, we've done sauces and sandwiches and pies, and I realize we haven't done snacks. So we're going to do an episode about snack food. Wow. I mean, I feel like snack foods have probably come up in other contexts, but you're right. We have not dedicated anything to snacks. And I love snacks. I'm I'm a snacker. You know, like I, I I'm I'm a grazer in some ways, I like to think. So I'm I'm really excited when you when you came up with this and pitched this to me, Alex. You know, I thought that this was probably one of my favorite ideas you've had in a long time. That's great. I'm, I'm happy about that because I'll be honest, I haven't had a lot of ideas lately. So it feels like a good uh, batting record there. Um, all right. So I'm Alex, as as you heard my co-host Hobbs say. Um, my, my, I'm, okay. On Twitter, at you're already messed up the intro. And that's okay because that's how we do this show. And uh, my pronouns are he, him. Um, and I... So we're going to talk about the color pie. I think Kyle's want you do your intro just to get that, and then I can I can kind of go through our color pie philosophy of food. Yes, because this is, is, is if, if people don't know, this is an ongoing, as Alex said, series. So if this is your first introduction to it, uh, there are plenty of episodes to go back to after this, or to stop now and go to there first. Um, but yeah, we've talked about this a, a lot. This has been one of our favorite things because cooking is one of Goblin's favorite things. Um, so. I am Hobbskew. I can be found on Twitter at Hobbskew, and my pronouns are he, him. And the last thing that we're going to do before I let you just run wild is to thank the Grinding Coffee Company for their continued amazing support um, and just, you know, being willing to partner with us. If you do not know, they are a uh, minority-owned LGBT-ran company. Uh, coffee company in particular that partners with gamers and we partner with them. Um, and one of the things that you can do is if you go to our, uh, our Twitter, there's a link. If you do that, you get a discount um, on coffee and it is really good coffee. My favorite is for, for pride. They partnered with um, some LGBT women and made a blend called the gay agenda, which I just got a copy of or just got a bag of and i am so excited it's just it's a very cool name and uh yeah so we always want to say thank you to them so yeah i didn't forget this time i'm not gonna mess this one up nope especially on an episode about food it seems appropriate to actually remember our sponsor at some point see unfortunately i i'm not into coffee as much so it's going to be harder to figure out how to do an episode about coffee specifically again because we did one in the past if you want to go deep deep in our archives the uh um, the coffee trade the, everything about the coffee trade and production um to the streets of ravnica so it's one of it is still one of my favorite episodes that was joe and i but that's still one of my favorites just because we got ridiculous with trying to make sure well we had all the guilds involved whereas at some point the actual coffee trade comes down to the guild list but that's 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 another yeah, that was, conversation that was great so anyway so for our this is this is kind of the the color pie philosophy for food that we have sort of hashed out through through the last you know however many episodes we've we've worked on this um so i'm gonna go in in Wooberg order starting with white um the that's generally stuff that's for the masses things that are consistent things that are easy um blue are going to be food that has lots of pieces to put together generally. Um, it's going to be things that are much more manufactured, a lot less natural. Um, black is going to be things that are fatty and greasy. That's that's flavor at all costs. Uh, red is kind of what tastes best. It's reckless abandoned. It's not, and actually it's not necessarily taste either. Sometimes it's just about feeling things. So like hot sauce is a red thing because it isn't always about tasting best. Sometimes it is just about the feeling. It's about intent. It could be about intensity, right? Like unlike flavor at all costs, this is intensity at all costs, but also just chaos. Um, And then green is kind of nature. Green is our kind of natural 
ingredients. Um, sometimes we talk about this as being low ingredient counts, but the ones that are there are meant to enhance the 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 mm-hmm. you, like actual flavor. Yep, you're trying to make you you might be trying to make a nat- one natural thing in it shine brightly. So you, you may use I don't know like a, and this is something too where we we have to get into the nitty gritty at some point where we talk about like technique versus ingredients because like a, a more green technique might be using a little bit of butter on a steak to bring out you know more flavor with the, just a few ingredients though butter is a much more like black ingredient to yeah. use a lot yep and i will say too we did you know we did do a cooking kind of one where we talked about some more techniques i think um and how how this could happen some of the hybrids you know blue we you, you talked about blue being kind of the manufactured we've also talked about it being kind of the science behind cooking so it's where we can kind of some get into like like uh, molecular gastronomy or there's technique involved. Um, there's knowledge that can go into it. And I will say too that this is, we've refined this and we've kind of have, have been continually looking at just different ways that colors could be represented or seen. And especially with white, you know, because it mm-hmm. is for the masses, but that doesn't necessarily mean, I, I want us to highlight that one because it doesn't necessarily mean that we're talking about like, something that's that's boring and and not enjoyable either yeah well yeah it's, and it's comfort food too at times can yes, be white. comfort food can be white and and this is something too where as we've kind of worked on it this is areas for this to continue to work uh, to kind of to tinker with this but i think white more than the other colors is a lot more culturally specific and in particular cultures which foods kind of fit that category are going to change more readily where you know you might be able to look especially like a green technique even if it's like this is a food that is incredibly foreign to me i can see that you are using very few things to highlight this natural ingredient that sort of translates a lot easier than this is something that's commonly available and is something that is part of sort of that cultural we've even talked about the the, like a consistency thing is something that is very very important and that's where like a lot of fast food in that sense at least has some weight to it because if you're traveling in the United States and you are a fairly picky eater, you know you can go to a Wendy's anywhere that there's a Wendy's and get the same thing. And you know, you can go to a McDonald's almost anywhere in the world and get roughly the same food. And there's some regional differences there too, but even within that it's a much smaller uh what's the math term? There's a much smaller delta between what you have your experience and what you'll find than if you just go to random food stall. And we've talked about this too, with things like craft Mac and cheese. Like there's mm-hmm. a difference between like a Mac and cheese that has been like homemade and, you know, it's got six kinds of cheeses and sometimes you just want craft Mac and cheese, but you like, if you, you know what you're getting with that, right? Like you're going to follow the instructions and you're going to get something that you maybe have a lot of memories with too. I would say like, this is once again, culturally bound, but I'm thinking as a kid, craft box mac and cheese, I know what I'm going to get. If I go to a restaurant, I might like a decadent, like very mono black flavor, punch you in the face, kind of like just creamy mac and cheese. But I don't know what I'm going to get necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is, and that's one thing too, just because it's something that's, you know, in, at least in some contexts more common or, you know, this consistency or we're talking about fast food, we don't want to judge that. That's not uh, a bad or a good thing. That is what it is. And if that's a thing that you're looking for in value, that's the thing you're looking for and you value and that's fine. But so we're, we're just trying to ev- kind of evaluate on that scale. And it's the same with the color pie itself. When the, I think personally, when it's working well in the lore, in the, the story is not when black are cartoonish villains and the white are cartoonish heroes and there's no you know no gray there's nothing else going on in the middle i think when it it, it's working well it's people are what they are people are more complex and deep and there's the color pie is a way to help sort of demonstrate that as opposed to put people in these little tiny boxes and that's what we're trying to do with this food is we're trying to talk about things in a fun, goofy way, but that also helps you to kind of think about this in a wider context. Well, we've done these. Uh, you can go back. We've done these for uh, a number of different kinds of foods. 
Uh, we've had a lot of fun in this. Sauces. Uh, yeah, that was our first one. That was the sauces. We start off just yeah. yes, and that was a Patreon request. Was that was that Zach? I can't remember. It's been a while. I think it was Zach. Yes, that, that was Zach. So thank you once again for that. <laughs> we started with that and uh, kind of have revisited it. And, and as Hobbs said, this is a thing that we uh, we really like to do. So all of that aside, let's actually start talking about snacks. So I have one very weird specific snack that I love and I want to talk about. Is this like an intro question? Uh, it's kind of like an intro question. Yeah. Okay. So my my uh, my snack that I want to start talking about before we maybe I have some more general things, but uh, one particular snack for myself are buffalo and blue cheese combos. <laughs> okay, okay. When you said specific, I, I guess I was not prepared for that. You weren't prepared for that. I was okay. not prepared for that. So a combo for anyone who may not be familiar is it's it's a snack in the U.S. It's like these are this particular one is pretzels uh, with like a filling of buffalo blue cheese pottery stuff it's it's not good but it's great i love them um and so my argument for these i i want to say i kind of want to say grixis and it, it feels cheap to open up lots of colors into some of these because like people a lot of foods have more than one color to them but sometimes there's a dominant one or two and there might be elements of others but you know you kind of talk about the dominant ones but these i think are pretty strongly grixis um these are the nickel bolus of snacks is what you're saying it's what i'm trying to argue okay Um, because these are the heroes of snacks exactly the heroes of snacks are buffalo blue cheese combos um they are incredibly artificial they are so artificial. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> Which is why <laughs> we started out blue. well here. I'm now... arguing like strong blue because they are incredibly artificial. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. It just feels like salty and cheesy, fatty snack, like very black red. Which does lead into another conversation we can have later. This is sort of an addendum. This is something I realize as we're working on this, but something we might want to pay attention to as we're talking about these different types of snacks is the color identity of the sort of act of creating the thing versus the color identity of the act of eating it oh so, that's getting that's a whole new that, level that may that may or may not just oh, cause yeah. this episode to go on much more philosophical than we were expecting a, on a cast about snacks that starts about combos um but that's where I think, at least for me, eating these is a very like black red act for me. It's very like indulgent. It's just flavor at all costs. It's this artificial flavor that punches you with this artificial cheese and buffalo flavor. And then the saltiness of all the pretzels elements of it. I don't know. That's that's where I'm at for this one. You know what? I'm cracking up because in my mind, I'm like combo decks. Uh, um tend to be grixis or very commonly so you know this works on just every level um okay saying buffalo blue cheese combos are like the storm of of the snack aisle the nickel bolus storm of the snack aisle so i don't even know if we can top that we might as well end the episode um actually one thing that i thought of alex that you didn't do which kind of bothered me because i expected you to yeah was to define snacks Oh, I didn't define snack. Because, you know, just like a sandwich, (laughs) what are we working with here so that our audience has an idea when they're in their mind coming up with these? See, the the thing is, a snack, I think, is a much more open-ended category. And that's kind of specifically, like, that's kind of the point of it. Um, What exactly is a snack that you enjoy or that you eat? is a much more personal thing. Like sandwich, we're trying to define it based on a structure where snack doesn't even have that. I guess it's it's a category of when you eat it as opposed to it being a meal. But I, know, I guess my, my general definition of snack would be food that you eat not with the intent to fill up because it is not a meal. I don't know. I'm trying to box. I'm trying to put those as two separate categories. 
if that yeah, makes I was gonna sense. Say, like, you know, like, because once again, this is another one of those terms that I think when you say snacks, initially I was just like, yeah, snacks. And then I got down into it. I was like, well, okay. So, because because what I'm thinking is something like gummy bears, right? Like they're small, they're pieces. I wouldn't necessarily eat them as a dessert, but I might because I just want something sweet after my meal. So like, is that still... And, and, yeah, differentiating between a snack and a dessert. I mean, and then you get to the thing where it's, it, the decision that I had to make this week was, do I buy full-size corn dogs, which are definitely like meal <laughs> component, or do I buy small corn dogs, which could be prepared and eaten as a meal, but are much more snacky. <laughs> this, so, is like the, this is like when I end up having ch- chips and salsa for, for my dinner, Alex. I mean, it's like... like when I end up having, you know, cereal, cold cereal and milk for dinner, (laughs) it's like, uh, I kind of just gave up. And then I was like, I just want a snack. And then it turned into enough calories. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I was thinking snacks tend to be stuff that are eaten, um, in between meals, uh, on the go can be grabbed. Um, oftentimes I think of them as coming in pieces or like bits. So like chips, popcorn, like I said, gummy bears, pieces of chocolate, like M&Ms. I, I tend to think of them as being like things I can grab like a handful of pretzels. Yeah, and, and you're right. Like there tends to be a convenience factor to snacks is kind of a point of it. It's it's supposed to be food that you can eat very quickly because the point is you don't want to spend time preparing food. I mean, though, though snacks can be prepared. There's a few that we can talk about, but it's like by and large, Space it's convenience. It's a convenience. It, it, it's convenience. And I which think, uh, filler is a good like way to think yeah. of it. Well, and I think that interacts with the color pie in a weird way because often that's white's domain kind of fits in there a little bit where it's supposed to be things that are more convenient or more consistent, things that are easier to prepare. Um, often I'll talk, you know, talk about whites as like a mac and cheese because that is something that you can make quickly at the end of a day and you don't have to put a lot of effort into it. There's some value in that, but yeah. Anyway, so. Cool. So for me, I, (laughs) I will say that, um, I am a big chip eater. So I, I I didn't come up with specifics. Um, but I will say too, if I'm looking, you know what? I, I I can go with this nacho cheese Doritos. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, you're going down the chip aisle. What's what's one that you grab? I'm going down the chip aisle. Like, I I mean, I love a good just like normal tortilla chip. But when I'm thinking Mm -hmm. snack that I just want to kind of eat, I'm also not thinking healthy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like tortilla chips. Okay. They're still a snack. They're still a chip. But like the ones we get have four ingredients. I was actually thinking of these downstairs. Like we have the the mission tortilla chips are like big, like corn, salt. You know, it's like it's four ingredients. It's like it, that's it versus like nacho cheese chips. These are one of those ones that like I'd have to look on the back to make sure they actually have cheese in them, like and not just like cheese flavored something. You know, I mean, like it's that sort of a thing. But like they're good. They're 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 just flavored. They're just you know, they there's there's something about them. And I it, it's a dangerous thing that I could overeat. I mean, this is this this is this is that parallel line between black and red and where they start to overlap in the color yeah. pie for me. So yeah. that's where I'm going. Yeah. And it's funny because you, you you talk about like a tortilla chip and, and that's one that I, I, there's a strong argument for more of a green element to it. Um, do, wait, now, did, you're frying I, I, it. So did I mean, you, are you saying regular tortilla chips or are you saying regular tortilla? Okay. I, maybe I thought mono. I misheard you and thought that you said oh, like Doritos. No, Doritos. I was no. Like, wow. No, no. Alex is really coming out hot no. today. You spray cheese. I, I don't, I don't know exactly what it is, but like, it, it seems like Doritos are a powder, but I think it's anyway, <laughs> whatever is going on with the flavoring of a Dorito is you're not great. All the green out of it. Okay. Like, okay. All of it. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Just, that's yeah. But I think like a normal Dorito chip or a normal tortilla chip, there's some green there. Now you're deep frying the thing. So maybe maybe you're not mono green. But I think there's an element of green, especially if you're doing something like a guacamole or a salsa. You're doing, and this is a whole other conversation about dips that we could get into. Either this episode or next, we can see as we go. Because I also want to have a conversation about chocolate, which definitely is this episode. Um, but like... Like a salsa or a guacamole are much more green 
a green side of the sauce, depending on what you're doing. You can get some weird salsas that I think probably are less green, but the whole point of those normally is is a handful of natural ingredients to kind of build this little thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so but we've I, answered the question. Yes, we've answered the question. We both we've went with kind of our just our, a go-to like, kind of specific snack for us. We define yeah. snacks. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty pumped about that because we actually yeah. defined it. So, so yeah, we've, we're doing pretty good. Do we want to uh, now get in the weeds about something? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We weren't deep enough in the weeds, so let's go. All right. Um, so I have three we- random tangents that I've mentioned. Do you want to pick one of those? Either creation versus eating, chocolate or dips? <laughs> creation, because I think that is something that we've touched on a little bit with like cooking Okay. Um, especially, but the, the, the act of creating versus the act of, um, enjoying or eating is not something we have spent a lot of time on. Okay. Yeah. Let's, so let's talk about that a little bit. This is definitely something that I, I think is a new element to sort of examine as we go forward. Cause we did, t- we have talked about techniques, as you said, um, which can be a little different from the actual product of the, the food itself. But when you're talking about the process of creating the food versus eating the kind of what, why you eat the food, um, it's, that's an interesting thing to examine, I think, because often you're going to have like green and blue are much more the looking at the creation element of it, where you get into, you know, red, red gets, you know, why are you eating this food? And red often is you're trying to evoke something. Um, black or white have their own tensions there for why you are eating the food. So, See, so, yeah, so, you, you so, so well, I, I was going to say that, um, you know, when we're talking about kind of creation, creation is where interesting. I think that there's a very interesting piece when it comes to red mm-hmm. because red is about, to me, it has the creativity that goes into potential chaos. It's not yes. a, it's not a, you are not following a recipe. Um, you have ingredients, you have an idea, uh, you are just going to throw things into a pot and you're going to kind of estimate amounts, right? Like you're probably not red baking very often. No. Um, but like the creation behind red has a little bit more room for passion. Yeah. And I kind of think of it as being you- like, yeah, sorry. I see. Sorry, and it's like where you there there could be some elements of red and baking, but those are going to be more flair after the fact, more what you put in, you know, some of the extras and the flavors yeah, that you yeah. add to it, as opposed to the whole thing. Yeah, because baking has so much science, where you just like the whole thing just doesn't rise or it collapses or whatever. Right, like you're not going to get the consistency or the that you want, and it's not even just yeah. like, oh, I did something cool and unusual. It's going to be like, no, this could potentially come out horrible. But there is yeah. room to experiment with, say, the flavors and to get mm-hmm. more creative with the flavors. But in general, yeah. I think of red of being kind of like I think we talked about this a little bit with creation with like uh, making food from whatever is at your house. Yes, and it's interesting because as we're talking about this, this is an element too where. I think, and we talked about this a little bit with white and and in the sandwiches, because sandwiches are much more culturally specific than some of the other foods that we've talked about. Um, Well, I think all the foods, but those are are much more contained culturally. Yeah, we we found ourselves running up against that a lot with that episode. Yeah, I mean, so I think there's, it's interesting because there's different categories or different areas in this whole topic of food. Like I... I realized food was a big thing, but until we started talking about it, I didn't realize how many aspects, little pieces of this topic there was. But as we're going, we're finding places where the color pie isn't even, if that makes sense, where the representation of all five colors isn't really evenly there. And that's a thing that I was kind of struggling with because, to be perfectly honest, that's a little bit of the the white in my personality where I feel like because there's five colors, when we talk about the color pie, I want to have... not necessarily even representation of all five, but I want to be able to talk about all five colors from an organizational standpoint, if if nothing else. But as we're going, it's, there's areas where they aren't necessarily all there. As you say, like baking, you can't really bake red, not from the ground up. There's some flair. There's some things you can do with it, but you can't do the whole thing. And so this is an area we're talking about snacks. If we're talking about 
say, snacks that you create versus snacks that you buy. And this kind of extends to other food topics, too, when you're talking about the food that you make versus the food that you purchase. Because this is where the creation versus eating really comes into it. If you are making food in your own kitchen, the five colors are present a lot more readily, I think. But it's when you are looking, like, honestly, personally, I don't do a lot of cooking myself. I tend to get a lot more frozen food or, you know, fast food. I tend to just eat more prepared things. That tends to bias me in certain directions towards the color pie because... I'm not preparing the things myself. Well, except we've had this discussion um, when it comes to, say, you and cooking, is taking something that is processed and adding to it. And that's where you can kind of get your, yes. your, your color representation into something, knowing that, like, maybe this is you. Like, and we've talked about this, like, a lot of times people being nervous about learning to cook. And part of that starts off with, well, start with, Something that's like a, you know, a, a packet of ramen. Okay. Well, what can you do to it? Well, you can add a soft boiled egg, right? If you can learn to, you like, that's, that's something that you can hot water. You can, you can learn to kind of soft boil an egg. Um, you can add some sesame oil that you have around the house. You can chop up maybe a couple of vegetables. You don't really have to make noodles from scratch or a broth from scratch. You can, and you can learn to do that. You don't have to. And, and that could be a way to get into cooking and to start seeing, you know, even if that tends to be your eating habits. And as you've said, you've talked about that a lot on the show. Um, that is much more what you seek. Well, what are, what are things that you can do to it to make it fit into your, your representation of the pie? Yeah, no, it's, and it, I, I'm not making, again, not a, a good or bad. It's just interesting to me that we're finding places where it's like certain colors are not represented evenly in certain places on the spectrum of food. Um, and also like, cause when you eat, like you're, you're, there's, there's a lots of reasons to eat, but I think those are going to tend to fall into, I'm eating to survive. I'm eating because I enjoy this. I'm eating, you know, and, and if you're eating because you enjoy it, that's going to bias most of the things, not all the way, but that's going to bias things kind of towards red to some degrees, not maybe all the way, but it's, it's just an interesting thing that definitely needs more explore, exploration i think perhaps not on air live but it's an interesting <laughs> conversation to open up and then this is something to kind of dig into maybe later down the road yeah i mean i i, I mean i don't mind bringing it up online <laughs> air airline because it's doing it live you know? is, is fun like and that's part of why for these episodes even when most of my notes are philosophical in nature about snacks because that's I guess what I get philosophical about is food because I'm a goblin, I suppose. I, anyway, what I was trying to get to is even when this is happening, most of the when we do these episodes, Hobbs and I don't share our notes. Like we we will both prepare separately so that we can bring this conversation in and you hear the conversation live about these things that we're thinking about. Especially on ones like this where we we know that it's that that's what we want to do is have this conversation and be able to ask the questions as they come up and and. It works for us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're we're yeah. way off. But I we're think what topic. established is that this piece of it, this is this this episode in particular with snacks, I think has elicited more than of that because with snacks, we're gonna have a category, like I've thought of a couple that are snacks you make, and there are ways to make snacks and to, to be able to do them at home. But in general, when I think of snacks, I don't think I think a lot more of like convenience stores. I think of buying something down the snack aisle. I mean, that's kind of the purpose a lot of times. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking like, I'm like, wow, something like green might be underrepresented unless I'm thinking of making my own granola bars or I'm yeah, making a for, like trail mix for hiking. Yeah. That, green. Yeah. It's, it, it kind of like red with baking. It's not that it doesn't exist, but it's in some very specific places. I hadn't thought of like trail mix and granola bars. I, the the thing that I thought of for green was simply like veggies because that is often a <laughs> snack where you're like I'll just have some cherry tomatoes. <laughs> it fits the category of small, easy to easy to grab, little to no prep, depending on what they are. If it's celery, you might have to chop a little bit, but you know, quick and thing. But then it's it's literally just the vegetable itself. 
for for most of that. Yeah. So, but but I think this is why this is an interesting conversation okay. to have is because green eating may come up differently in terms of you know I think about this. So for an example would be you know like Gwen's a kid. What do kids like? Kids like fruit. Kids like fruit mm-hmm. snacks. So her getting a fruit snack versus a orange or even if I'm going to get a fruit bar, like I'm thinking like, you know, like a fruit roll up, you can get them made by like like my, I think of like Lara bars and and there's Mm, a lot of this health food thing where like they have them for kids. Once again, four ingredients, you know, it's like, it's all fruit or nuts versus kind of like what I think of when I think of a fruit roll up as a kid, which definitely has corn syrup and probably other things. And so you don't even know. Yeah, like once again, kind of like my Doritos situation (laughs) may have cheese. But I mean, so like there's, I think of it more in like eating and and like what I'm choosing to get and kind of the, than, than I am. I don't know. It's just, Mm -hmm. it it felt different to me. And got a, got a question for you, Hobbs, if you finished your thought, if not, I have. Okay. About a minute ago. So we're good. What color do you think beef jerky is? Oh God. See, like, <laughs> see this, this gets down to creation versus not mm-hmm. creation versus eating. And, mm-hmm. or because I really like home, I've like had homemade beef jerky or elk jerky or deer jerky. And you know, like it is fantastic versus what I am picturing buying like Jack looks at the, that's just that's like, I was like the one store. with the Sasquatch, um, you know, like, <laughs> so yeah, th- like it's, it's yeah this is a very interesting to me so what what color are you thinking <laughs> i have a weird first thought but i have no idea no you're going with you're it like you brought up. you brought this up you okay, so you took us down this pathway so you're deciding when to pull the I, there's i i think there's there's some green element to it a lot of jerkies are just a couple of ingredients basically meat and something to preserve it a little bit some of them will have a whole lot of flavorings and things, and then you start to get out of that category a little bit. Um, for some reason, I was thinking white. I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I was thinking, what do the boros eat? And jerky and like <laughs> was one of the first things in my head. And it's like, okay, but that jerky doesn't and, jerky and Red Bulls. Yeah, jerky <laughs> and Red Bulls. I mean, that, that doesn't. Now that I, I'm, I'm thinking about it, like that doesn't necessarily make it white. They can eat snacks that are outside of their color because they fit the mold of what they're looking for, for food. Like they're eating the food for a very white red reason. Like it is, it is meat. It is protein in a travelable, sealable, compact form. Like it very, it is very functional for what they're looking for, but that doesn't necessarily make it white. I don't know. I think there's definitely some green element. To be honest, that might be, it might be a green blue. Yeah, well, so I was going to say that the good green blue. I, the reason I was thinking blue is actually the science behind mm-hmm. why jerky was developed. You know, like oh, jerky okay. trail food, science. and like jerky was to preserve meat. You know, like it, it, yes, it, it's like the salt and all the stuff that was added was to keep it surviving, right? Like mm-hmm. to dry it out so that it didn't need to be refrigerated, refrigerated, or keep cold, and to keep it from spoiling. And there's a lot of science that goes into that, right? Like, or just, I mean, I don't know. I, I yeah. So that, that may For be a, a good green blue. reason, which is, which is interesting. Cause that's the thing too. When you talk about, you know, I mean, that's how the color pie works in general. These two colors are in opposition of each other, but there are times where they aren't. And this is an interesting, like green, blue have generally different philosophies for what to do with food, but you can definitely like science your way to a, green thing you know add science to to a green type of food and have a good green blue i mean i always think of this as being kind of like you know this is where uh i mean this literally is when we're talking color combinations why the simic exists mm-hmm. so that is literally the example of a guild being a guild and it making a lot of sense to me because it really is kind of just well we'll get there with science i mean the quandrics a little bit you know they're more of the math and organization piece to it but like there definitely is something to be said for like the Simic just mutating things to get it to work. Yeah, just just throwing science at the problem. All right, so I said I'd get to chocolate. I kind of want to talk about chocolate. Uh, chocolate's a weird one, I think. 
So I think they're, again, to talk about green in, in snacks. So maybe, you know, we said there wasn't a lot of green, and now we're talking about green. I think for some of the very few-ingredient dark chocolates, that's a strong argument for green. Where it's it's so is that tend to be a snack though right like that's like, okay like you know I'm trying to think yeah, about I think, of a candy sure. bar. I think of a chocolate bar as is kind of a snack but there is lots of things that like chocolate is a very malleable medium it does get used in a lot of places you're right like there is where's the line between snack and dessert is a thing that we sort of sort of mentioned but we didn't really call out. Yeah, and I would say like you know if we're talking a candy bar and that's going to be a snack, like does that mm-hmm. tend to be green? Like you know if I'm thinking snack, I don't think of like that's true. a very nice chocolate bar that I'm going to no those those tend to be sample and spend money on because they're going to be expensive a lot of yeah. times for like a really good chocolate yeah. bar where it's the highlight is the chocolate. Yeah, see, and that's where like a lot of the candy bars are going to actually kind of be the other side because those are things where. There's lots of ingredients to it. They kind of scienced it into being kind of cheap and mass producible. I think there's there's some so there's some blue in that. Like milk chocolate in general is is a little more blue. It's definitely red. I think um, there are a lot of folk who like that. Dark chocolate, chocolate is five color. Yeah, chocolate is five colors. I think as a category, the but the thing is, is five color. Yeah. I think the problem is, or not the problem, but the, the, the whole point is we're trying to talk about this and get into the nitty gritty. So there's lots within chocolate. Like if you want to talk about dark chocolate versus milk chocolate, I think it's fascinating. And I should have looked it up because I knew I was going to talk about chocolate. But like, well, you, Hey, do we want to chocolate? Do you want to get all the way to white chocolate, which isn't chocolate? Well, white chocolate act. And there's a difference between white chocolate and sort of like the almond bark or the, the other sorts of white fudge or whatever other terms they use because white chocolate itself actually has components from chocolate. It's just not all the same things that go into milk and dark. Exactly. And that's where it's different. It's but got the thing is, like pieces. There's, there's still that way. technical line and I can't remember what the two elements are and white chocolate only has one of them. So if you're interested, look that up. Others, we may talk about that in another episode too. Uh, uh, Jen used to work um, at, uh, it does not contain cocoa solids. It doesn't have the solids. And so uh, I, I know Jen used to work for Godiva. And so like that, that's a, you know, Godiva, she actually like, where they actually do make their own chocolate. And there, you know, like there was like a, a lot with it. That she had to learn to be a like chocolatier in a store, right? Once again, don't think of walking into Godiva as like, I'm going to grab a quick snack. But, you know, so like we, we have this discussion about white chocolate a lot. It's, it, this is this is sadly a, yeah, sadly, hilariously, a very common discussion no, in our household. No, that's good. It's, it's a little bit like, we're going to tangent again, it's a little bit like American cheese. And if you're not familiar, I had to look this up because I kept hearing people talk about how it's not real cheese. And I was curious why. But it's because in order to, it is literally cheese that has been processed a second time like there's this category of of yellow cheeses uh, mostly yellow cheeses like cheddar and there's a few others that you can then process a second time to make them american cheese and it has to be these specific things or it doesn't qualify as american cheese is one of those specific things that it's then wrapped in plastic (laughs) Not, not quite but that, you know, that's crap because that's the, the most quintessentially known American cheese because American cheese is really cheap. And when, you you know, I know you, you we've had this conversation when we talk about uh, grilled it cheese came on up this with, cast. It came up with burgers. We had burgers on right. for, the, for the third that's anniversary. Right. But like, I mean, you know, when you tend to at least like when you grow up with not as much money, you tend to have American cheese like in the house because it's easy to buy a bunch because it's processed, like really, really processed, it lasts. It's individually wrapped, so you can break that block apart, and those slices can just scatter all over your fridge, and you'll just have them for a while. It's, yeah, it's it's a thing that specific cultural reference for folk, you know, in, in the U.S. in particular, are going to be really familiar with, because for those reasons. So we got through a couple of tangents. So let's talk about a couple of snacks, like things that you can think of. So we hit chips as a broad category, and I think that that's one that really kind of stands out to me. Um, what else did you come up with? You know, when you were thinking about this, what 
other than the fact that it was like snacks and you were hungry, which is <laughs> totally, I'm not going to lie, what I assumed happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what happened when I came up with it. Well, it, yeah. So I don't know. Like for me, to be honest, the the Buffalo Blue Cheese combos is kind of a weird one for me because by and large, I tend to be a sweet snack. Like my snacks, I tend towards sweet things rather than the the savory stuff. So for me, it tends to be more along the lines of your chocolate bars, your um, snack cakes, which you get into Little Debbie and like talk about like you know red black indulgence things that's like, maybe it's an entire other conversation biggest stuff in general maybe an entirely other conversation um i don't know do you want to talk about ice cream maybe let's well, see that's more into dessert see category. that's not a snack yeah to me because i can't pick it up and go so like for my definition of a snack <laughs> you can't i mean if it's in a pre-wrapped uh right so like cone. you're right if it's a pre-wrapped cone it's uh or it's like an ice cream sandwich maybe or like but i still I just, That's fair. I, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. Cause like, I'm thinking of like the only thing I would consider with ice cream is the stuff that I could get at a gas station. I mean, I, I'm back to that for a mm. lot of this in the definition of snack for, for snack. Yeah. I'm almost thinking of like, what can I get in a gas station? And like, it's kind of funny. Cause I know that there's like, Mini a, you know, yeah. You know, like what hey. can I just like grab at a convenience store, yeah. literally in the name. And, and yeah. to me, that's where snacks tend to fall. And so, you know, like, I'm like, okay, well, a chip witch, which is two chocolate chip cookies with ice cream in the middle. Well, that's a snack. Like, should I be eating it right before dinner or in between a meal? Probably not. It's not the healthiest <laughs> thing for me to make an option with if I'm, you know, you know, going to be eating a nice dinner. It's red to me. It's there. And it it's good. So, you know, I, I did, you know, like I, I almost, it's funny. I feel like a lot of these episodes I've ended up lately on the, the more descriptive definition side of things because, mm-hmm. nope, because that's good because I do think that I'm thinking of like, okay, if I just want to go through this, I could be like, okay, things like handfuls of nuts. So like, but then like how salted are they? Right. So like, okay, great. Like nuts, are, nuts are, <laughs> nuts are, are green. Like raw yeah, almonds. Salted, those would be, I think that's still great. Cause you're adding one ingredient to help. Except if I'm buying them in a shop, I'm adding like three times my daily recommended sodium value, which is not on those. So maybe a little over salted, but like salt itself is, is a flavor enhancer. Like it increases the, it amplifies the flavor of what you're eating. I think like a salted cashew is very, that's still a green thing to be eating. Sure. Except if I'm like buying a thing of, if I'm drawing like buying a, like a a, 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 a a sleeve of planters in a plastic bag, that salt is probably got enough for me to feed like to just yes for like three days. I don't mm-hmm. need it, and so like it definitely crosses the line. And I don't you know part excess. of this is, is is it's it's meant to preserve in some ways. I mean that's one of the things that it's doing. It's meant to add flavor, but like it, this is then that difference of like okay, or am I just buying like lightly salted something or other like cashews or almonds at a store so like i was thinking of like things like that that i could grab handfuls of like popcorn would be one popcorn is an interesting one once again a lot of these are yeah and like popcorn let's talk about popcorn so that I, i there's there's an argument for a few directions this may be another blue green popcorn itself is corn it it's corn but there's a lot of science to making popcorn pop Especially if you buy a little bag. <laughs> well, like once again, it's like you know, like if I pop popcorn at home, there's not right. Like I yeah. just, I can literally pop them in a microwave. Yep. That's well, sure, I guess the science is I'm using that, but the, I could do it over a stove. The science with to, heat. The science to putting that together in the bag and the thing that does the stuff. I, I don't know. Well, it's like maybe pretty, less science than I. I think that's like if I buy microwavable versus I just buy kernels. That's fair. That's right. I'm thinking microwavable because again, I'm I'm on the the convenience level there. The I don't even want to have to figure out how to deal with this corn thing. Like whatever, it's give me food that I can eat. Um, you know- <laughs> and so microwave, perfect. More so than anything else, where we're at right now for me, I am really finding that 
this has been the category that like I I have had the most caveats on of anything. Yeah. No, Sandwiches, right. it's sauces, a it's like the 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 delta here between versions is mm-hmm. so high. Mm, yes, that is important to talk about too. Yeah. And I think it's because we're talking about things that maybe are mass produced versus there's always an analog to ways I could do it from home, maybe. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, that's where I'm like, kind of, yeah. I've been struggling no, with this for this reason. This, I'm like, everything is blue her. or it could be black and red or it's like, yeah. I, it's like, yeah, I'm having to stop myself just being like, it's five color. It's, it's Woober. Yeah. Which again, lots of things have, have more than one or two colors present, but you know, we're trying to, we're trying to talk about sort of the, the, the prevalence things, but you're right. The, the variations of them are, are important. And that was a thing we talked a lot about in sauces. We're talking about different types of mustard or whatever. Um, and that that's a thing that I think snack is a really broad category, which is part of when I'm looking for topics to talk about here, the topic, the category has to be broad enough that we have a number of things we can talk about. But this one really is really broad <laughs> with lots of weird divisions and overlaps. And I, there, there's definitely, well, there's elements that we're going to have to come back to. We've, we've, we've already hit on a few things I think we'll need to circle back to in future episodes. Yeah, it's like, it's really funny because when, when you th- thought about this, I was like, okay, this is nice and broad. And it didn't realize until we got into it, like, it's almost too broad for me. Like, I'm getting overwhelmed in some ways trying to think about okay well like what do i want to bring up as an example or a snack because everything that i'm coming up with i'm like okay i have no clue where to go once i start talking because it's going to be i I, i'm going to go down pathway after pathway and maybe that's okay maybe this is kind of like you said i think to me that this is highlighted more so creation versus like consumption yeah all right do we want to do we want to go out on on one that was mentioned earlier and that we never actually talked about? Sure, you know or, you know. You know yeah, I think about yeah. it. You may have Let's, mentioned this full circle. Let's this, do it. I don't even know where we're going. This may or may not have actually been on the recording. I can't recall. I'm not even. I don't care. Um, what do you think about like gummy worms? Oh, I, I mentioned I mentioned gummy. Bears. You mentioned that. Yeah, I did. Gummy bears. There you go. Gummy bears. Gummy snacks because like uh, that definitely. Definitely fits the category of a snack. Small, Do not go gummy snacks because there's th- once again we need to be <laughs> we need to be more specific. Like normally, I am all for. Okay, no, I no, I take it back. I normally am for specificity, and this I, is the I, reason. I want to know what. Okay, we don't necessarily have to come up to a conclusion, but I want to know what you're thinking is different things in here that are all different. Because I'm thinking gummy bears, gummy worms, kind of fit in the same category, except they're sour versus not and then okay. there's different constructions of them like i mean there definitely is like if if i'm talking about something with a larger surface area is very different than a bear so like a gummy worm or maybe just like you know like i think of like like when you can get like gummy fruits where they're actually bigger like that amount of gumminess is different than what's in a compact bear yeah i am i Okay. Gummies, gummies are taking me so far down a rabbit hole right now, Alex. Okay. So you're so you're saying like a bag of Haribos is different than this five pound gummy bear I just found on Amazon. <laughs> you know, I know, as I said aloud, there is definitely a a black indulgence factor that is present in one of these and not the other. <laughs> not as much. I love, man, I, I have seen those that I have always want to buy one. Just, I have to know in some ways, but I think it's more like, I want to like slice it open because I feel like it'd be weird. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that you like share with a group at a party or something. I've honestly, so like during Christmas, sometimes they'll have like the one pound candy bars or whatever. I've wanted to get the like peanut butter cups and then just like flip them and like cut them like a piece of pie. Just, you know, see what happens. See if see if eating it like that is of any value or is just way too much, you know, sugar and indulgence. I don't know, but I'm curious. All right, is that where we end the show? Probably going with gummies. <laughs> I'm going to at least attempt to answer the question okay. in the sense that blue, there's a very blue element that goes into gummies to me. Fair. 
And I think that that's to me is a very it, like I don't even really see like a red or it's like it's not like the flavor is gonna punch you necessarily. Maybe with a sour if maybe. we want to go that. Yeah, but like this is a pretty blue. It's pretty blue. blue. Okay, I could see that. And then yeah. some of the variations will definitely go in different directions. Like I said, there's a lot of indulgence but, to man. a five pound gummy. Some of the sours, if you go over a very sour thing that, that is invoking a reaction, there's a little bit of red in that. I mean, see, now we're into like fair. airheads and like the, the like the, 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 the yeah. like, like well, sweet tarts and things that are meant to like be uncomfortable almost that's at true. the amount of but that's all, sour. And that's all other categories of candy. Yeah. Candy on its own is, is a category. You felt too broad with us today, Alex. I did. You, snack you, was too broad. Snack was snack was snack was like six that. episodes. And I just picked the episode or I just picked the topic because I wanted some Buffalo Blue Cheese combos. And that's our show for today. You can find the host on Twitter. Hotsku can be found at Hotsku. And Alex Newman can be found at Mel underscore Comicler. Send any questions, comments, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. To at Goblin Lore Pod on Twitter or email us at GoblinLorePodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support your friendly neighborhood gobsmoke, the cast can be found at patreon.com slash GoblinLorePod. Opening and closing music by Vindergotten, who can be found on Twitter at Vindergotten or online at Vindergotten.bandcamp.com. Logo art by Steven Raphael, who can be found on Twitter at Steve Raphael. Goblin Lore is proud to be presented by Hipsters of the Coast as part of their growing Vorthos content, as well as magic content of all kinds. Check them out on Twitter at HipstersMTG or online at HipstersOfTheCoast.com. Thank you all for listening, and remember, goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous in numbers. <laughs>